<laughs> Kennedy is better than McTominay. Okay, okay. good. Thank your you. Your comment, <clears throat> your comment actually functioned much like Mucinex for me, sure. in that it it sure. produced a large amount of phlegm. To the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Coming in a little hot there. Oh man. I'm ready for I'm just ready to dunk on Scott this Brian this, this pod. Brian Chesco. As as Scott has already told me, and he's about to, how he's <sighs> about to do the same back. So this is this is setting up to be fantastic. And I'm excited to straddle the fence. This is going to be a very interesting pod. If, if you're a fan of those podcast episodes where Dave and I get into these wild arguments, yeah, this is going to be the show for you. There's no, we're choking Brian up already. Yeah. You're making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what pre-gaming before the pod will do for you. Absolutely. This is going to be one of those episodes because uh, this is the week where I contend that game week 31, the one we're leading up to, is the one that the free hit chip was made for by the Fantasy Premier League. Right. The game week coming up where there are only four matches because of the FA Cup quarterfinals. Dave, you're going to take an alternative view. I- I'm going to call it a contrary view because it's not going to be the main view that I'm going to take. I'm just going to lay down my yeah, my sure. chips right well, now. Listen, don't underestimate the fact that I very well might convince you to do differently. Uh, have you ever? Have you ever? Well, maybe, maybe not. There's maybe a not. first time for anything. Thank you. There is. I'm very convinced that I'm going to play this free hit chip in game week 31. So it's going to take a, an incredible argument on your part to look, convince me. All I'm all I'm saying is this. It is very look the, the creator of Coke, Brian. Yeah. Coca-Cola, the 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 most famous drink in the world. This is not a soft drink podcast. This is not a soft drink podcast. Was originally intended to like help cure headaches and was actually made with a little bit of cocaine, hence the name Coca-Cola. It actually was started, made originally in my hometown of Columbus, Georgia. Has has Snopes? I was going to say, this? have <laughs> this is fact. No, no, no. We are the legend of this. Is this a conspiracy theory podcast? But my my point being is this: sometimes what you might think something is for uh-huh. ends up being for something else completely. Yeah, and I'm just no. saying, just hang around. All right, hang around. The listeners I, at home. The way I use Count Chocula for dinner. Exactly. It's It was created for breakfast, right. and somehow it has become your favorite lunch and dinner. I get you. I don't know why you had to drag cocaine into this podcast. But. <laughs> no, I know. I know. This is not a narcotics podcast. Nor that. However, that is on the way. This argument, because I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about what I'm planning Fair to enough. do. So we'll talk about it. We're gonna Either way, you know what's going to happen? We're going to give our listeners multiple ways to That's proceed fair. with the rest of the season. Sure. That's a good thing for those listening at home. All right. In the meantime, we're going to go through uh, the 10 matches from this past game week number 30 in the Premier League with an eye toward fantasy with all of the segments you've come to know and love. Uh, we're going to, uh, to have a couple of things, actually, that are going to be interesting. Uh, I'm going to give out fantasy half points to some people in the Burnley... West Ham, let me say it the opposite way, the West Ham-Burnley match, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be where you think. 
I'm going to go off on a little bit of a non-fantasy rant, Dave, about West Ham, Burnley. Good. Yeah. Fantasy half points. I'm not the, taking them away. I am giving them out in this you match. You sure you don't want to take at least one away? I, I mean, I can think of at least one or two There people. are places where you could take them yeah. away, but I'm going to focus on where they're going to go, where I'm going to give them out, and it's going to surprise you. Just teasing that right now. But let's get it on to the matches, shall we? On to the matches. Manchester United 2, Liverpool 1. A very important match, a match with a lot of emotion, and yet when all is said and done, not much mattered about this result. Marcus Rashford with the brace, Eric Bailly with an own goal, three points to United, but does it really matter? No, not really. Not, not in the grand scheme of things. It seemed, uh, it seemed like a big game, though. I mean, I think, feel like when United and Liverpool play, it's always a big game. It is. Ne- neither no. wanted to, to lose that match. Not a, well, not according to the managers. Well, sure, they tried to downplay it a little bit, right. which managers are always going to do, sure. unless you're Sir Alex Ferguson. However, it was a big. it's always a big match. Like here in the United States, this is not a college basketball podcast, but Duke and North Carolina is always a big match. Yeah. Even if the two teams aren't good in a particular year, yeah. it's always that, well, that's like a never. good game. Well, true. I mean, these two clubs are second and third, and they're well, usually and, up and at the come top on, two. How, Liverpool and United are never either really bad. No. One of them might have a down year, which they both have had recently. Which means seventh, right? At the worst. Yes, yeah. six. Yeah. Six, exactly. really. So, uh, but at the same time, it might not always have the same amount of meaning, and I would say that's the case here. Now, for fantasy, not a lot of points. Not, none of the goals by guys that most of us own. No. no. Certainly not Eric Bailly. Bra- Brian no. Lukaku found his way on the score sheet again. I was going to say, Lukaku continues to do just fine. The guy just keeps chugging along this year. He was... He was, I thought, very good throughout this match. Oh, he was a difference maker. I thought, I mean, it was pretty obvious what uh, Rashford did. I mean, Rashford, I felt like, was just destroying uh, the entire left side almost the entire time. But Lukaku was strong, and I think it just didn't seem like anyone could really put a body on him. And he was just he was just doing whatever he felt like in the center forward I feel, area. I feel like at... At Old Trafford, this is a result that most people probably could have drawn up. I mean, I, I had Salah, as most people probably do. I think his ownership is, but is what, prob- over 50%. But you probably I, didn't captain ha- Absolutely. No, no, no. This would not have been a match today. And that no, was the right because, move. Yeah. Like, I think Brian alluded to a couple weeks ago, like, what's he going to do? Maybe get a goal? I mean, no one goes yeah. into to a Mourinho-led team at home and just demolishes Walks his defense. Him, yeah. Like yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah, I think you were hoping at best for for a, a goal, a couple goals total, and it, and if one of those happened to go to right, you know, to to someone in the midfield at uh, any of the midfielders, right. you would have been probably okay with that. So anyway, so yeah, sure, I, I played him just because honestly, I I can't, I didn't have many better other options, but I definitely didn't captain him. I captained the Browner. Yep. Didn't work out for me. But then, well, anyone who captained any of the top players this week, it didn't work out for anybody. No, the no. average score was, I think, in the 40s. This yeah. is definitely a down week, despite a full So I should feel pretty good about my 55? Yeah, you did yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. should. If it wasn't for Andrew the ref in our league, <clears throat> captaining son right. of all people, <laughs> good what a gutsy out. call that was. Really good, good for move. him. I hate it, but good for him. Yeah. I, would, I would have been the high score in the league this week, but that, that call got him there. I mean, it was Absolutely. nice. Now, I am a uh, fantasy owner who has the injured Harry Kane yep. 
the injured Sergio Aguero. Yeah, brutal. And the now suspended Jordan Ayew as my front <laughs> your line. Your whole front yeah. line. You lost your whole front line yeah. in one week. I did. And we were and we had matching front lines. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You had Jordan. You guys both got minus points from Ayew. Negative yeah. two. In fact, I played. Um, I played all three, but Aguero, who got hurt prior to his match, therefore didn't play, ended up subbing out for someone on my bench. So I ended with a 4-4-2 formation. Kane's two, and I used negative two. Got your front line of zero. Totaled a front line of zero for yeah. me this past <laughs> yeah. week. I feel that. Yeah, that hurt. That, um, but I would say if if this was going to be a normal game week coming up, yeah. I would sell one of them for Lukaku in a heartbeat. Yeah, and Right I think, now. Well, I have said the opposite in the past, I know. and I still don't like it, but well, given those circumstances, that's the move. This right? is the circumstance. That's the thing. So uh, even this week, looking at the most transferred in for the, for the match week so far, Son and Lukaku are both... Two of the top three, but they're not playing. Transfers in, and that's that's exactly it. You know who's fourth? Obama Yang. So who's also not playing? Right. So I'm. What are I'm, people doing? I am a little confused. The only <laughs> thing I can think is <laughs> you're trying to beat the 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 the, 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 price, the price rise. Okay. That's yeah. Uh, other than that, though, it has to be people who are either planning ahead, planning two weeks ahead, and taking whatever you know, you know, taking whatever hit they are going to take. Yeah. Uh, going into it week could be 31. This. Well, well, hold on, Brian. It could be this, right? So if there's plenty of people out there, like Scott, using the free hit this week, they're making changes before the price, before players' price changes, like Suns, like Obama Yangs, getting that money, planning for week 33 when there's going to be a double match week, using their free hit this week. So it trying goes to get back to Obama Yang and Lukaku. That's what you're saying. Yeah. That because, makes total sense. Because... They're 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 looking ahead and they're like, well, it doesn't matter for me this week. Okay, I'm use a free hit. Here's the here's the devil's advocate view to that strategy, which I totally understand. That yeah. that makes sense. But neither Kane or Aguero are probably going to be out for that long. Well, maybe Kane. We can talk well, two about weeks. Both, Aguero. Both. There's an interesting theory on Sergio Aguero that we can talk about when we get to Manchester okay. City. All right, which will be but, soon. Yes, but um, I I think. Like exactly what you said. This we've said it all along. Lukaku's been good. He might not be what you bought him for at the beginning of the season, but he still remains very useful and has been useful even in what are not great weeks. You know, in the last however many weeks, yeah. still good, good enough. So, yeah, this is exactly the time. It's no wonder Lukaku and Aubameyang are two of the top five transfers, and not Jesus. Jesus isn't anywhere near. I could top transfer even though him. he's not playing also. And I think it's exactly that. You're losing the top two guys. You're losing Aguero and Kane. And you get two guys that are a dollar cheaper. I Firmino's not in there. Firmino's the number one guy. Oh, okay. For, but, and Firmino is going to be... But that every, makes sense. He's going to also be everyone's free hit forward. I mean, he's in this right. match yes. of these two clubs, he's he's definitely going in yes. as, as one of my... I mean, the old, I, I can't even envision a result... So just to give this away, I'm going to do the free hit, and I'm going to try to I'm going to try to predict the results. Yeah, and I'm going to pick my lineup to match those results. Yep. Liverpool, Watford. I imagine Firmino's going to do something. I hope he does something. Yeah. And so why wouldn't I use him in my free hit right. squad? Um, um, this going back to this match. Yeah. Um, I to your point earlier, Dave. There's not and Scott also. There's not United had two shots. 
on target. Yeah. They were Rashford shots. Uh, Liverpool had 14 total shots, and only two of those were on target. And none, and neither of the on-target shots really bothered De Gea. I feel like this was... I just feel like this is a... This it, I feel like it's nothing. It's a classic I feel like Mourinho this is nothing. result. It's yeah. a classic Mourinho result. Listen, and there's a couple negative things here. Alexis Sanchez... Gone. Why you don't him? I don't even know. I, I don't know yeah. his percentages. I don't even care what they are. Uh, it's that's, weird. That's craziness. And and then also, um, Pogba, right? Gone. He's not starting games. Nope. And uh, that's very interesting. So Lingard, one minute off the off the yeah. dead end of the bench. You just mm. can't. Well, Martial and, and doesn't we play. This, we referenced this two weeks ago. Yeah. Who do you play? And the answer was no one except for Lukaku. Yeah, this is unbelievable. So, what, a turn, what a turnaround it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, or McTominay. Well, I was going to say, by, <laughs> yes. by, now by Smalling, Valencia seem to be the safest choices. And Dave, it, yeah, if you want to take a real risk. It, and McTominay. McTominay. Look, it. you're not trying to score a ton of points. No. But like 4.2. <sighs> no, you're not buying. I, no, I'm not. I'm not. Advocating, I just want to Thank be clear. You, Brian. All right. I am not advocating buying McTominay. So just saying that those are the guys that are the useful players as far as minutes are. Yes, concerned. that's correct. That's that's so. what I mean. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving on. Yeah, because minutes are. Po- oh wait, <laughs> no, they're not. Stoke nil, Manchester City two. City one step closer to the title thanks to a David Silva brace. Hey, uh, Brian Bernardo I- Bernardo Silva. Owners are a little disappointed. I'll bet. Because Bernardo didn't play. No. Sterling's healthy again. That's I mean, just gonna that's just gonna happen. I, I was surprised. I thought Sterling might come in off the bench as a sub, but he went right into the starting side. And gets an assist right away. So does Jesus. Um You know what Raheem Sterling also did? A really nice knee slide. He, he was really wasteful. Oh, was he? He was extremely wasteful. He okay. missed a wide open goal again. Man. And Raheem Sterling now wins the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award again. And You're what, giving it to him? Yes, absolutely. Oh, wow. And he is really in danger of getting the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the, of the Week Award named after him. Are you sure? I don't you know realize he has won this award at least three or four times this year. Yeah, that is dangerously, dangerously close yeah, but it's also his, one of his best years he's ever had, too. So I understand that. It's hard to do. He had, he's, uh, I think, 17 league goals. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Um, this is uh, this is frustrating, I think, for everyone that doesn't like that owns the main guys here. <laughs> so, like, like my last hope going into the week, at the especially at the end of the week, was yeah. like, all right, not a great week, but I still have Aguero and and Shakiri to go. At least there's the possibility for some points in right. this match. And then all of a sudden, Aguero's knee yeah. supposedly flares up. His annoyingly cheery, what was it, Instagram post yeah. or something about it? Hey, guys. Hey, a couple weeks out. Um, I'll be back. Gary Neville. Uh, Gary Neville is suggesting this moment. Is there a conspiracy theory out there? That this is, an, this is intentional. That this is this is a rest injury, and that doing this this gives Pep time to rest Aguero for, for the League. end of the season. Now that Jesus is back, and lets Jesus get some time. Of course, I don't care if it's the actual truth or not. It sounds good enough. I believe. You think, you it. think Pep I think would he's say right. Sergio, 
Take a vacation. Yeah. Call it an injury. Put it on social media. They have media. two strikers. He's a veteran. They have two guys. Veteran. Okay, they, listen. If I'm a tabloid reporter in England right now, I am scouring the globe for a beach sighting of Sergio Aguero. <laughs> uh, there is a restaurant. There was a restaurant sighting of Sergio Aguero. Was he some, limping? I don't know. Oh. I think that's the whole point. If is, he's not limping, I'm upset at what he's yeah, doing to my I mean, lineup. They they have two guys. They have their most important, you know, they they the most important parts of their season are are yet to come, and they need both guys. They need both guys healthy. They need both guys competitive and fighting. And hey, I'm I'm all for the theory. Honestly, it me, makes total sense. Doesn't it? I mean, to me, this 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 information, the fact that he had a phantom injury out of absolutely nowhere, and is going to sit for two weeks which is pep weeks that it could be no, pep week. no it's perfectly it could be back real to weeks. play the next leg in the champions league so yeah true to me it just well, says next round yeah yeah there's going to be situational striker usage oh uh aguero's not exactly a great matchup uh he, it didn't favor us tactically to use him against fill in the blank team <laughs> uh we really felt like aguero was better suited for this matchup than jesus i feel like that's going to happen the rest of the season and in a way, it's almost like I, I feel a little bit glad that this is happening now, so that it's just let's just move on. Let's so that j- j- they're both going to do stuff. Just stay away from and, them, and they're going to drive you nuts the rest of the year because they'll have a brace or hat trick out of nowhere. One of the two of them, and they might alternate weeks doing that, and yeah. I don't care. I feel like I just don't. I just don't want to have. It's true, to do and yet I mean, Firmino and Vardy are, are tier two forwards, and both are in relatively decent form. Yeah. Maybe I'll just go there. They're definitely gonna play the rest of the year. Why not? I yeah. got I can I got three pounds if I sell Aguero right. for either of those guys. Yeah. Uh, um the other thing too yes. uh as far as like for Dave, for you captaining DeBrona in this yeah. DeBron is one of those guys. I, I don't know how not not that he can't continue to be really good, but I feel like the form that Sane was in if Sterling's going to come back, like now I feel like everyone's got a new, we're, we're back to that same place again of the decision-making of who, which of these guys are you going to have, especially if David Silva's going to be this Continuing still. this ridiculous pace. Hey, I want to make a correction on myself a few minutes ago. I said Bernardo Silva did not play. I was wrong. He played for five minutes, oh, which Dave. is the absolute worst oh, for any owners yeah. because then no subs can come in. I even feel worse for Bernardo Silva owners now. Dave. Yes. I'm going to ask you to do something that I never thought I would ever ask you to do. Okay. Stoke hosts Everton in the upcoming game week 31. Oh, yeah. Why? I want you to sell me on why I should pick up Stoke defenders for game week 31 with my free hit. This is easy. All right, go ahead. Because I'm not even going to count the the City game because it's just not fair. Okay? Because... City has scored on everyone this year. So I'm, I'm just going to exclude that. So we're just going to fall back to my stat before the City game, which was if it wasn't for that Jack Butlin own goal in the one game, Stoke would have had four clean sheets out of the last six games. The only other thing is this. Stoke, anyone will tell you this, and some City players reference this during this match, guys who had gone to Stoke and played before. They said, we're happy to get out of there with a win. Winning here is hard to do. Stoke 
for whatever reason, is always hard to win there. Everton has already just lost one of their one of their star players, one of their one of their playmakers, and uh, I don't know. I why not Stoke? Listen, Stoke is fighting; they're in a relegation battle, and uh, and they're they're fighting to get out. That's well, the thing; they're not they're West actually Brom. fighting. They're yes. actually and they're fighting. not Southampton. Everton hasn't. <laughs> not Southampton. Wow, Everton. But Everton could either score. They haven't lit the scoreboard up this year. Oh, I was gonna say they're either gonna score zero, two, or four. It's gonna be a. It's gonna <laughs> be world. nothing, or it's gonna be so, all of it. Listen, like it's gonna be feel all or nothing. Extremely comfortable for whatever reason. Get two Stoke defenders and get Butland. They're gonna. No they're way. gonna get uh, a clean sheet. So I was gonna say I might diversify. I wasn't. I it wasn't so much for for this. I mean, if you if you're gonna free hit guys in i would absolutely have no issue i feel like stoke is as good of a you have as much of a chance with stoke at home against Everton. okay but if i do that then I, i'm not buying jink soon right so i feel like you right i feel like that you have that as a decision i feel like we can talk about this in a little bit but okay fine sorry um if you're buying for the rest of the year you're either going to bench your stoke guys after, no, 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 after no, no, no. 31. I'm asking for my free hit only. If you're talking about free hit only... Then, then I'm going to go back to making fun of Dave for owning Stoke Defenders. Then, yeah. The, the, uh, the, to me, I was going to say beyond that, so 32 and 33, they're at Arsenal and then home to Tottenham. Youch. So you, I, yeah, to I me, mean, that's why I'm saying I feel like if you buy them, you're going to bench them for the, for the two weeks after the international break anyway. Uh, unless you're free hitting. They're... The end of the season is West Ham, Burnley, Liverpool, Palace, Swansea. So you have four out of five that are decent, at least. And I feel like there's some usefulness, especially for, you know, for, I was getting, like, the guy we can, that I was going to mention specifically towards the end is Moritz Bauer. Dave, I think, do you have him already? I do, yep. Do you already have Bauer? And, um, you know, I feel like some of the other guys are more expensive. Bauer's four and a half. Right. So, and as we saw in this game, at least once, it was Shakiri and Bauer standing over a free hit or a free kick on the yep. left side. Yep. And Bauer was the one that ended up taking it, and it was nice. So if he's going to be doing that, if he's going to be playing as one of those wing-back defenders, then, yeah, I mean, I would, I would be happy to spend four and a half on that kind of guy. Then you're just banking on a good result against yeah. Everton. Bournemouth won, Tottenham four. Junior Stanislas gets the scoring started. But the Spurs, Spurs come back with a fury. Delhi, Sun Times 2, and Serge Aurier scoring. The scoreline does not show how that game went. No. Well, the Cherries started out really, really well. They there, deserved that early goal. They were good the whole first half and into the second half. I mean, mm-hmm. things start at the end, you know. Yeah, Eddie Howe was, Eddie Howe was mad about, he felt like Callum Wilson's what would have been an equalizer at 2-2 was a soft was a yep. soft penalty on No on doubt Wilson. about that agreed um but no you're right and it it just kind of once it was just a snowball after that i mean yeah i mean the obvious big news is Harry Kane Kane uh only 34 Which minutes didn't look bad right i mean no just one of those like crunching kind of goalkeeper into ankle kind of moves and so for now According to at least the Daily Mirror, and this has now become widely this is now widely the the speculation for everyone is that uh, Kane will be out until May. No, this is a what? six to eight week injury. 
So the yeah. scans, I don't know that there was anything f- official given by the team based on for for this for scans in terms of ligament damage or if there's any sort of fracture or anything in the in the foot. But according to the report, the team is much more concerned that this is more like his September 2016 injury, which was a seven week absence, than it was his last December injury, which was about three and a half weeks. I'll tell you what I think this is. If they would have gone through against Juventus, I think this injury isn't as bad as it seems. And at this point, they're probably going to make top four. And you think this is a World Cup absolutely. phantom injury? No. No. I'm just saying they're not going to rush him they're back. They're not rushing him back. Yeah. They, they are. I don't think it's that serious. I think this is, has the World Cup written all over it. I would love the, in an alternate universe to see them move past mm-hmm. Juventus and to see if this this were to come up the same way. This is uh, the expectation is, and that's why the reason why I say for now is because who knows? Uh, to me, this is Harry Kane could you know his he's he's way ahead of his timeline in two weeks, and we feel like he's going to be out for four weeks instead of seven, and you know we, he's back. He's back first team training at he the He does heal quickly. It's the seems. middle of April instead of my, you know, instead of the beginning of May. Let, let's let's finish up with Kane. My last thing on him would be if Tottenham starts to slip a little bit, all of a sudden he'll get healthy quicker. Well, the the good thing for them is now they're in a they're in a permanent third fourth battle with Liverpool, both of those teams desperately trying to get to second for whatever reason it is, you know, for whatever reason. No. They're so far ahead of Chelsea now who in fifth. I mean, they're five points ahead of Chelsea. Chelsea's Spurs. Yeah. Spurs are. Well, yeah. Spurs were. Right. You know, after that, you know, I there there still is a gap between fourth and fifth, is the point. So I don't know how much they're gonna slip given the schedule that they have and the way they're built. I mean, if Son's gonna come in and keep scoring like this. Uh, you can't tell me that Llorente can't be useful in it's some of these matches. Former club in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Right, like that's what they're kind of built for. Uh, Delhi leaves hurt. He plays, makes it eighty-six minutes. Has his one of his best games in a long time. Uh, in this one with a goal and an assist. Um, left with an apparent injury. BBC is saying it was just fatigue. So same with uh, Danny Rose. He was Danny Rose with was withdrawn with due to lack of match fitness, basically full match fitness. Uh, ben Davis owners not happy about any of those things. I this match is yet another one where I wish I had I wish I had the guts and I wish it was more possible to own Serge Aurier and Trippier. Hmm. Both guys are good whenever they're out there. Trippier comes in at the very end and assists Arahe's goal. <laughs> so, like, even if you did have both of them and you played both of them, you got you had a great yeah, day. Yeah, that's the one you time would, this season you would never do that. Happened. But Arahe's been really good. I feel like when he's whenever playing. he's you know whenever yeah. whichever one of the two of them is starting, they're both they've both been really useful uh, in all of the matches that they've played. So. Kind of stinks that they're not going to settle on one good depth for them. All right, let me and ask. They're, they're doing great. Let me ask for some more free hit advice. Bournemouth hosts West Brom in game week 31. Will they get a decent result against the Baggies at home? Well, 
you can't really trust the cherries. I don't. I don't. And you want to know why? Why? Because their home defense, they are second worst at home. Okay. And they've conceded twenty five goals. Well, I wouldn't own which anyone. is only one one better than Watford. Okay, I wouldn't own anyone. No, they're attackers. Yes. They make me nervous. Callum Wilson? One, they make me nervous because I won't own any of the midfielders. Okay. So Ibe, Frazier, and Stanislaus. Stanislaus, obviously, feeling good. I own uh, him in real life. Like, right. non-free hit. Like, so, I, got his, I got his points this week. Right. And so there's such low ownership, and I feel like whatever one of those guys, one or two or three of them, whichever ones of them play... I think they're going to make everyone nervous because they're they're only owned about one percent total across the league. Really, really good differential, anyway. And then in this week, it'll be really tough to overlook those guys. Callum Wilson, yeah, I feel like it's a great week to have him. Yeah, but you think so? He's had great. I mean, he's had great opportunities prior to this, and he hasn't done much. So, but I mean, you favor him. At home against West Brom, right? Yeah, if you're going to, I mean, you're not going to get a sorrier group to play against than than West Bromwich. I'll be. Look at these. Look at this group of clubs that's playing. First of all, anyone using their free hit money is not going to be a problem because we're talking about Liverpool and seven other bottom half clubs. Cheap dudes, okay? Yeah. So money should not be an issue as part of this free hit. Interesting. Interesting you put it like that, Scott. Remember that you said that. <laughs> okay, right. I will. I'll be happy to. Uh, but you're not going to find very many forwards to play. Right. If you're needing to find three like you and I are, Brian. Yeah. Roberto Firmino, if you're not going to go with Tosun, if yeah. you don't think he's going to score against the Stoke defense at Stoke, yeah, you're basically Callum left with Wilson? you're basically left with Callum Wilson, Mounier, and, Mounier, and Benteke. No, no, no. Ben Mounier, fine. Mounier, fine. So why struggle so hard in trying to find decent players? Maybe Troy Deeney will get another penalty kick. It's very well could at Liverpool. Chelsea two. Oh, by the way, Dave, I did. I ignored your question. Yeah, I know. I heard it and ignored I know you did. it. All right. Chelsea two. Crystal Palace one. Willian. And Kelly scoring for the Blues. Yes, only one of them plays for the Blues. Patrick Van Anholt with another goal. Welcome back, Wilfred Zaha. Immediately comes onto the field, immediately gets an assist on the Patrick Van Anholt goal. There's not much to say about this, except for me, that it was really annoying that Hazard, would have, who I captained this week, would have assisted the Giroud goal that somehow, I think it was James Tompkins, managed to slide barely in front of to nick away from the, from the goal line. And then also scored a goal that was ro- uh, ruled offside. So it was pretty annoying. Yeah, I think what's interesting about this match in the real world, uh, the, mm-hmm. in, in, in the context of the table, is that Chelsea got the three points here, but you don't feel any better as a Chelsea fan about your club's chances after no, watching the Palace was Palace was really pushing them there for a little bit. And I think when Van Anholt scored, I mean, it had to be a little bit nervy. I think it, I want to say it was immediately after they they took Hazard off, which seems to keep happening to them. Huddersfield Palace this upcoming week that could be three three, right? Yeah, or nil nil. <laughs> oh, no. that, see, this is if so. I know what Dave is getting at here yeah. with the free hit is that really there's nothing. I, I don't. You don't feel good about any one of these except Liverpool at home against Watford. 
and yeah, everyone even then I don't feel good about the defense. Uh, right. Wanna... So that's the so that's exactly it. So I think uh Palace has those guys and I think Zaha is a perfect example. I'm not going to have Wilfred Zaha. No. And he's Choose going him. to make me nervous the yeah. entire time. Agreed. But PVA but Yeah, Van Anholt, well I was going to say. So Van Anholt and for me the other guy was was Jeffrey Schlupp. Hmm. Who I mentioned we mentioned last week and it's mostly because he's He's cheap, and we I, and we know he's not pl- he's not playing as a defender. What's his position in he fantasy? He is d- a defender. Okay, in fantasy. if it is three three, he's not a good buy. Right, or he might be because he's playing as a midfielder. <laughs> okay, so okay. that's the tough thing with all of this. It's the uh, like this is a like this week. If you played Wayne Hennessy this week, you're not that mad about it. He had seven saves, so. He could get. He could do that again. He got the podcast bump. He did a spot for us last week. Oh yeah, that Here was really cool. Seven yeah. saves this next That's match. Pretty impressive. Friend that of the is. pod, Wayne Hennessy. That's right. Um, Willian scores again in this game, yeah. and yet again another yeah. guy that everyone is chasing immediately. Dave. One of the most transferred in guys. And Look, I I get right. tired of saying things over and over again. Oh come on, <laughs> don't say that like you're right all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were on that Willian. Happens all the time. Well, he, in fairness, this is what I said about Willian because I still don't own him. All right, so I want I want to <laughs> go there. But my point was, he had done. He had been. Does this surprise me? No, because his form for the last six matches in all competitions has been the best on the team. And so it, it's just continuing. I mean, honestly, if Chelsea wouldn't have had William in the last six weeks, where would they be? Yeah. Just now, everything about this match is just you, you hoped for more from the Chelsea stars. You hoped that Giroud would do better once he started. You hoped, I hoped that Hazard would do something against Crystal Palace, and he did, but stupid Drew and stupid referees and their stupid flags. Hey, listen, <laughs> but let's, let's reference William at this point. In the yeah. last three weeks, he's had a 9 and a 10 with a 1 in between. I just think going forward, Chelsea's schedule is good, and if he's playing, especially at this clip, I mean, you, what you don't want to do is, I mean, I guess his price can't change that much. But you don't want to get two weeks from now, and all of a sudden he now has an eight and a seven on the board as well. And you're like, why didn't I buy him? You know what I would love to? You know how I would love to own Willian if he was my fifth midfielder. Oh, okay, well, so you don't have to rely on him. If Willian was my fifth guy, yeah, I would be. I would. I feel like I would be. That would be the one way I'd be okay with it. Gotcha. And it's only because then I know I wouldn't necessarily be counting on him. Right. Mm. But he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna play all the time. So he is gonna be one of those, one of these weeks, seven minutes, one point. Yeah, I feel like that is just as likely as it is that yeah. he plays ninety. I guess the question though is, if you can stick with him the rest of the year, will he get the nine and the ten around the one, and then you average seven a week, like he did the last three weeks, according to Dave? Yeah. So it really, it only pays off if you plan to stick with him. Yes. Arsenal 3, Watford nil. As I speak, Dave is pouring himself a celebratory second glass of bourbon. And he might as well. Mustafi, Aubameyang, Mkhitaryan. What a great scoreline for the Gunners. I'll say. Come on now, you Gunners! All right. uh, Dave, Arsene Wenger said, uh, our job is to perform and stick together in difficult moments and to get the fans back on our side again. Are you back on Arsenal's side again, Dave? Arsenal, I've never left. Arsene 
it's still time to go. Okay. Look, I'm not going to let a few results change. No, I think if you change read my between attitude. the lines there, I think what he wants is for you to be on his side. Dave. Of course he does. Listen, what's interesting is that the fans not showing up is making a point that he even has to field questions about it, which... The it's me- embarrassing. Which, which means the message is getting through. There are so many empty seats. So this is what... As Go ahead. NBC actually took the time to highlight the Watford fan section yeah. compared to the Arsenal fan sections around sure. that section. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Watford showed up. Yeah. Arsenal, not so much. Well, listen, it's... But on the pitch, all the way around. It's, it's yeah. interesting because technically the club already has most of that money, right? The, almost all it's those tickets ticket are holders. season tickets. Yeah, that's true. And so they're just not coming in. And then, but it's embarrassing. And they're not selling. It's embarrassing. Which I'm okay with. I'm okay with the fans making a statement like this, unlike another game, which we'll discuss later. But but here's what, here's the problem. Arsenal fans always find a way. You, you know that person in your life who is really successful, but you look at them and you wonder how. It's like you're successful in spite of yourself, not because of anything yeah. you've actually done. This was, this was given to you or you just lucked – into this, or yeah. you just somehow keep falling up the stairs, right? It's like one of those things. Arsenal is that club. Like even, even when they try to make a statement, they're not really making it because they still spent the money on the tickets anyway. Remember, well, I think it was two seasons ago, yeah, Dave. I, I think it's still getting heard. It's embarrassing <sighs> for the club to be shown on on a national or a worldwide game, sure, and no one's there. But do you remember two? I think it was two years ago. Liverpool fans. About 15 minutes to go in the match. Walked out. Walked out. Yeah. Rattle. I mean, it, it affected the result of the match, but the fans made their their presence heard. You will not raise ticket prices without hearing from us. And days later, the ownership group said, we will freeze ticket prices. Yeah. They made a statement that was heard, that made an impact yeah. immediately. Yeah. It, was, it was rattling to watch. Arsenal fans, when they just don't show up, like it is embarrassing, but I feel like something's still missing. Like they keep managing not to make quite the statement they want to. Maybe. And the the proof is in the fact that Wenger is still your manager. Well, that but that's not it that's just completely on ownership. And at this point, no one else wants to hear us talk about this. We've probably already gone on too long. Your point is very valid. We'll save it for our Arsenal. My problem listen, as a fan, obviously a Homer fan. Going into this match, what are you thinking? Well, if Arsenal loses, does that put more pressure on Wenger? Is there a bigger chance he goes out? I don't even know at this point. All I know is this. is I want to see the guys that we have go out and play well and and show some, some continuity and, and show some respect for themselves. So show, show some cojones, Troy Deeney. And that's what Arsenal came out and did. And so that's what, like, screw it all. I don't care what happens with Wenger at this point. I want to see the guys and January guys that came in, McTarian and Aubameyang, how are they going to fit into the rest of the club? I want to see some of the defenders start standing up and playing, playing in defense. And, and that's what happened in this game. This what the, One of the results of this game was this. The defense, Arsenal was able to play out of the back. And that's something that they have not been able to do over the last eight weeks is may have any success playing out of the back. All that's they needed what, to do was bench Bellerin. Brian, there's a, some serious... That has serious legs right there. No pun intended. There's no coincidence, I think, that Arsenal was able to play out of the back when Bellerin wasn't on the field. He has not been good, in my opinion, all year. He is a defensive liability. He, he wants nice, to get forward he had too nice much. nice sunglasses Scott, on when he was watching the game. Scott, there's some Moreno in, in Bellerin. Hmm. And 
Anyways, bottom line is Arsenal played well out of the back because a lot of teams, the book has been on them, press them, that make their defense turn it over, and then you got a vulnerable hmm. position. Anyways, all I'm saying is all of a sudden people are going to be, oh, yeah, Arsenal has another assist. Well, they're playing a crap team. He can always play against the crap teams. Well, I get it. It's a very valid point. Some of the better teams are able to press Arsenal in the back and or Arsenal can't control and play out of the back, getting the ball up the field to Ozil in, in, in good places, good attacking places. Anyways, it happened this game, so it's no surprise that he has a, two more assists this match. Listen, for all the crap that Ozil gets for being Arsenal's top-paid player, signing a massive contract, he has gotten to 50 assists faster than any Premier, any player in Premier League ever. Ever. That's true. And so regardless of all the trash talk that Brother Matt wants to talk about him and other people, <laughs> I get it. That's, That's a legit stat. It, it is. Two Whether game. it's against crap teams or not, getting to 50 assists faster than Eric Than faster. Eric Cantona. Yes. It, two <laughs> games faster than Eric Cantona. So there's something to that. Whenever it, but I, it, I say all that to say this. I don't think – it's just like this. Like people say, oh, Vardy shows up against the good teams. And Vardy can't score against the bad teams. Well, think about this. Vardy's best attribute is counterattacking. When they play mm -hmm. bad teams, they That's don't right. have to counterattack because they actually have possession of the ball. Right. When they play against the better teams, now all of a sudden they're able to make a, a, a steal in midfield. The counterattack is on. Jamie Vardy is now at his best. As evidenced by this past week. And the same thing it happens with Ozil when Arsenal can play out of the back. Then he doesn't have to go back all the way to the defense and chase the ball just to get it. Anyways, moving on. And hey, yet, Dave. I owned Mkhitaryan and Aubameyang and almost sold one of them. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Why waste it? And it paid off for me this week. Dave. Yes. Here's why you should sell all your Arsenal players. Six changes. Wenger made six changes, I believe, for this match from their previous match. Yeah. He clearly rested guys for the Europa League. There's no doubt. Yeah. See the ya, Europa see ya League. Aaron Ramsey. Exactly. Wilshire yeah, yeah. on the bench. You're right. There's no Aaron Ramsey. There's no Wilshire. He's clearly going to prioritize, and why wouldn't he? He has to. He has to. This is the Mourinho last year. And Klopp two years before. Yeah. I mean, this is the play now. Arsenal yeah. needs to win the Europa League. Yeah. And could. Legitimately could. If they they're can. playing well. They can. Atletico Madrid still in the... And, well, they have, they don't have it locked up yet. No, no, no. Um, they got to still finish it at, at Milan. I they, mean, at this point in the tournament, Europa League becomes a legit tournament. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Like, oh, you're yeah. not playing. At least this year. Last year, the teams were a lot weaker last year if no, you look back true. at United it. Had a but this year, yeah. this year, it, the, it, the teams are pretty good. Yeah. So, the, but this is their. This is what they have to do. So, that means Sia in my fantasy lineup. Not Aubameyang because he can't play in it. That's a great point. I had forgotten about that. Victorian, That's a really yes. Good point. But ironically, he's been playing in both. So, yeah, maybe just to get used to the thing still set up. I, I think he's a pretty fit dude. So, I, I he don't didn't know. He play a lot for United. Yeah. Maybe, but Aubameyang, great point. Aubameyang, he's legit. He's a legit. Okay, in fact, I take it back. Arsenal in an sell interview, except for Aubameyang. In an interview this week, uh, he said himself, it took him a little bit to get settled because he didn't play much in January for Dortmund because of all the, you know, transfer stuff that was going on, and then he was really disappointed he couldn't play in Europa League. So where he he even said, I was used to playing every three days for Dortmund, for tournaments and league or whatever. And then he comes to Arsenal, he's playing once a week. Yeah. And it was like, 
it just was kind of a buzzkill to him. And it's a, he was pretty open and honest about it. And like, look, it's just taken me a little bit to kind of get settled in. So it's good stuff. prepare for the percentage ownerships of Obama Yang and Lukaku to, 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 to go mirror up. the sellings of Sergio Aguero and Harry Kane in the next movie. Of course, of course. And, and Scott, um, an ex- excellent point by Ramsey owners because they were probably like, where the heck is Ramsey? And yeah. Fit and, enough to play against Milan. Not fit enough to do anything but rest against Watford at home. Dave, can you answer my question in one word? If Watford had won this game three nil, and one of those goals was a Dini penalty kick, <laughs> would Arsenal fans would there have been a pitch invader during the match? No, they're too. There meek might and have mild. been a pitch bombing or something. I said with one word, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, still too. Hey, oh, congratulations, P- Petr Cech. Yeah, is that where you were sure. going, Brian? No, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, great, two hundred clean sheets, wonderful. <laughs> hey, Adrian Mariapa continues to no longer be four point one pounds. Hey, they've been listening. He's he dropped. He has now started to continue to be four point two. Oh, so he has gone up. I think that represents our listenership. Could be. Yeah. Uh, you referenced Troy Deeney. Obviously, missed a penalty kick. He might be someone that you'd be tempted to buy it forward for this upcoming. I love match soccer week. karma. Suck it, oh, Dini. Suck so on those soccer balls. Uh, so he was quoted <laughs> after after their first match, uh, after these two clubs first met this season. He was quoted as saying, "There's a reason they lost. It's having a bit of cojones. Whenever I play against Arsenal, I'll go up and think." Let me whack the first one and see who wants it. They all just backed off. For me as a player, I just think happy days. They, they showed him who wants it this this Steps this up week. to the penalty spot, saved. Right down the middle. That dummy. was an amazing moment. What a dummy. What What's fantastic. So the, the camera's flip, flipped over to, uh, is it Jens or Jens? Jens Lehman. Jens. Uh, Arsenal's ex-Arsenal goalkeeper, goalkeeper coach currently. And he was yucking it up because I think it's something that he and Petter talked about before the match. Dini usually typically goes right down the middle. Hmm. And so Czech didn't move much. Yeah. He didn't stand perfectly still. He kind of slightly dove to his right. But, uh, I mean, I when I was watching it, I let out a bigger yell for that sure. than any of the goals. I would and I was excited because it's been down days recently. But it, it was, was it, like 50-something days that Czech was sitting on 199 clean sheets? It's like, it was like 11 match weeks or something. At that point, 200 is a relief. It's yeah. not a celebration. Yeah. I will say, though, that the Troy Deeney player quote of the week leads me into my always quotable Arsene Wenger manager quote of the week. <laughs> Great. Uh, just to show you how dramatic Arsene Wenger can be. Yes. Check situation shows how football is. In one week, he has gone from hell to heaven. Yeah. End quote. Yeah, that might be a little dramatic. I'm just glad it wasn't about taking off or putting on pants. Mm. Hey, they all put their pants on for this one, that's for sure. West Ham nil, Burnley three. Let the riots begin with an Ashley Barnes goal, followed up by a Chris Wood brace. Man. Two things. First of all, holy crap, Chris Wood. Second, finally. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold that thought. Yeah. That first one. This is exactly why we talked up Chris Wood early in the season. And the the thing I have to say is, if only, right? If only. This is fair. Well, so it makes it really frustrating because he did everything he did in 29 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
a brace and an assist and, an assist. and all three bonus points in 29 <laughs> minutes. Like he destroyed them. So what's frustrating is then too, you look at it and say, all right, you know, do you rush to get him? He played 74 minutes in the last two matches. So, you know, I, I don't know what you do. Ashley Barnes, obviously this is, you know, he's the preferred starder. Three straight goals now. Three straight for matches Wood. with one bonus point. No, for Barnes. Oh, Ashley for Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, yeah, in my face. Sorry. Has not played fewer than 88 minutes in nine straight matches, Ashley Barnes. He hasn't played fewer than 80 minutes in 11 straight. So if this is a partnership that's going to work this way, Ashley Barnes comes in and beats people up for 80 to 90 minutes, and then Chris Wood gets to come in and stand up there with him as a giant and help also beat people up for 30 to 50 minutes every match. Uh, good partnership. And if Chris Wood's going to be healthy, I mean, either way, I don't think they're going to, you know, if he's just getting back healthy recently, why force him into, you know, into the into the I lineup and keep even Even though it? I need to probably replace Jordan Ayew for a month after this free hit week, it'll yeah. be a little less than a month, I still don't feel like I want to go anywhere near a Burnley forward. No, but... There's better options. Ashley Barnes is 5.3. So it's about a the straight, same price. It's a straight swap. Yeah. It That's is a little valid. tempempting, you have to admit. That yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Um the second thing is finally a Burnley clean sheet. Yeah. Thank goodness. Floating. Yeah. Uh Tarkowski Me. gets one bonus point here. Yeah. Uh Pope, Pope, two bonus points, four saves and two bonus points. And I feel like it's a little bit more settled now too, uh, with the defense. If Tarkowski's healthy, Matt Loten obviously has come back in and, and played really well. Played really well. Ben Me is still Ben Me and Stephen Ward is back and healthy and playing again. So they're back to kind of what they were normal, like what, what would be normal Burnley uh, defense, healthy and productive. Their schedule's eh. Right. Right? It's okay. Eh. And there is, I know we keep saying it, but now there's a little bit more substance to the reports that are out there that we're talking about Tom Heaton coming back, and the imminent return of... Tom Heaton, which now... At this point, I'm just not going to believe it until I see it, because I keep right. hearing about well, the imminent reports. After international break now is the new word, uh, uh, which you know I think a lot of things will, will shape up a little bit after the okay. international break as well. But All right. anyway, you want to talk about pitch invaders? I promised some fantasy half points. I've got several I want to give out. Yep. The first one I want to give out uh, go, uh, is going to go to Mark Noble. I'm going to try to do this chronologically as best I can. The best LRD... Locker room dad. He around. is. I think someone was quoted as saying that he is Mr. West Ham. Yeah. And his passion showed. Now, first of all, I am of the belief that if you are a fan and you run out onto any pitch or field or court, you should be tased. You, you are eligible for a beatdown. Yep. Agreed. And Mark Noble attempted to deliver one in self-defense. Quite honestly, I think this guy had a weapon on him. Like in self-defense. So I am all for, number one, his reaction to the fan. Number two, his passion for getting on with things safely and securely. Yeah. And for number three, looking at the steward who came out in the pitch like, how do you let this happen? Like, get take care of this. Yeah. Like, why do I have to do your work for you? I was going to say, every bit of it. huge, huge props. I'm doing quotes, quotes. air quotes there. Uh, to Mark Noble. His post-match interview, interview yeah. was outstanding. Tell, I, I felt like it was such a man's response to everything that happened. Not only to say, hey, we're human beings. I'm going to protect myself. You don't know what's coming out onto the, the field yep. these days, the right. pitch these days. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm gonna. Def- I don't. I don't feel like I'm in danger, but still, like, just remember that we're people here. Yep. So we're we're trying to protect ourselves. Mm. We but we still have a duty to go out there and do our jobs. We asked, have to figure out how to play in that right. crappy climate that that's you right. have given us. That's exactly right. Awesome for Mark Noble. Loved I also it. want to give fantasy half points out to everyone on the Brighton bench. Not, I'm sorry, not Brighton on the Burnley bench for clearing the way for several children to be yeah. able to come down and sit in their seats to be safe from that angry climate that was existing yes. in the seats. What a great picture! I mean, a sad, but a great picture to see that they let these kids come down and sit in their seats. Number one. How cool for those kids, right? Oh, Scary, yeah. like obviously mixed emotions, but but very cool to make sure they were taken care of and safe. So fantasy half points out to all of them. My third set of fantasy. They half gave points. him some stuff, did they? They gave they him, give him yeah, gear. Like Phil Bardsley gave his jersey to one of the kids. Wow. Like super cool for all of the like yeah. the worst thing that could have like potentially the worst thing they could have experienced turns yeah. into like probably a really memorable day for That's all cool. those kids. One day I'm going to tell you my story of the most regret I've ever had, which was the opportunity to go onto a baseball field and to say no. But anyway, my third round this of fantasy. This is not a baseball podcast. Correct. My third round of fantasy half points is going to go to a group of people that you might be surprised for me to give this out to. But it's going to go to all of those fans who congregated in the front of the director's box and chanted, among other things, I'm sure, sack the board. Yeah. Way to go. Now, first of all, if you threw anything, if you, I mean, I would say if there were children around and you directed obscenities. Protest civilly. Civil right? protest. Is that a, is you that a want word, civilly? Change, uh, sort of, yes. Yeah, Civility is what you're thinking of. Maybe. When you need change, when you think change needs to occur, a peaceful protest is an okay thing. Now, I can't vouch for every person in that mob of people who were collected in front of the director's box looking away from the pitch and up to the director's box. I can't vouch for all of them. But for the ones who did what they did to make their voices heard in a civil way, but to make it clear, you must go, you are ruining my club, I support this club, I paid to come here, I paid you, directors, to come here. Anyone who did that civilly, I want to give them all the fantasy half points that I can. Good for you for making your voice heard. I understand you lost three points on this day, and part of that might be your fault, so to speak, because you affected the climate of the, of the stadium. I get that. That's fine. You can convince me that that's the case. But for one match, I don't care. You made your voices heard. They had to leave. They chose to leave, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. They're going to say they were endangered, but you know, I, I didn't see people throwing things. I saw people standing there congregating and chanting. That's what I saw. Therefore, you did the right thing on this, on this match. You actually showed more passion for your club by doing that than any Arsenal fan who stayed home. That was a, the, essentially, that was the message of the pitch invader that carried the corner flag to, to the center circle. He, the man turned himself in. He's in his sixties. I think he's a he's a businessman. Like he's he's like a he's like a regular man who was just fed up. And he said in so many words that exact thing. Basically, we're sick of it. I was sick of it after you know part. It was emotions boiled over. I regret what I did, but we were promised so much. Mm-hmm. This, including this new stadium, we were we were told 
you know, at the, at least Champions League football, or I mean, at least Europe, Europe, you know, Europa League mm-hmm. and Champions League, like that's we're targeting top five, and instead we've been given this, this, you know, like this, this garbage, and so that was it. I'm just tired of tired of promises that aren't panning out. Tired of all of the words. We, you know, we're sick of this. Yep. Proud, proud of that group of fans. West Brom 1, Leicester 4. I feared a pitch invasion in this one. (laughs) Solomon Rondon got the scoring started. You'd never have that because West Brom just doesn't. I mean, their fans, no one cares about them. Honestly, that whole club could disappear and no one would even care. (laughs) Solomon Rondon gets the scoring (laughs) started for the Baggies. Don't you feel like it's a little harsh? Jamie Vardy scored the goal of the month. Give me Rochdale. Yeah, for sure. Riyad Mahrez put in his own. Ianacho back on the score sheet. And, you know, Bora thought, I'll get one in there, too. Newsflash. We've Riyad. been saying it on this pod. Riyad I have Riyad Mahrez. Okay. That's probably not exactly his name. But, no, but go honestly, with it. look, last two weeks, 10 and 11. Does that surprise anyone? No. No, we said Dave. That's the Once that was the tough scoring. thing. That's the tough question. That was is, last is week. When and and some people jumped on him right away, and I feel like you knew what he's capable of. The question was, you know, is it gonna is it gonna turn into real production? And obviously, he has turned it in. I think for I know for me, I think week thirty one is the issue. Yes, or was the issue with him for me? That's why he's not on my team currently. Is right. because and he's I not think playing a lot anyone who got him in right away. You know, great, good, good work. I mean, he's been really excellent, and I don't think anyone has has disputed whether or not whether or not he's capable of being excellent. I think the issue was he's back in the fold. He's not going to have. You're going to lose him for a week. Yeah, I just wish I didn't have principles, and I wish I didn't know anything about these guys off the pitch. I just I can't help myself, so I learn these things. Like, there's nothing likable about Riyad Mahrez. He scores fantasy points, Scott. I know. I could give a rip what he does in his uh, home life. I know. Well, it's not even home life with him. It's just, just his it's diva, just transfer window. His diva nature. He just has transfer window itis. There you go. Not, not wrong. Hey, let's talk about Jamie Vardy's goal. Also, let's watch it thirty times over and over again. Can we? Yeah, he's, all he's of it was stud, good. Man. Everything about Mares and Vardy was good in this game. That eye foot coordination. Yeah. To not let the ball bounce. That was an amazing goal. Yeah. Um, Jamie Vardy for Harry Kane's backup at the World Cup. You that's, think that's, that's a given, right? You think they'll do that? I'm, I would assume. I would guess. I've said it before, and I'll hey, say it how, again. Would you be scared if Vardy was starting? I no, you wouldn't. Scared, if Kane was still defi- mixed like scared up. As, as a who? As, as an England fan? Yeah, sure, as an England fan. Listen, and, okay, yes, yes, you're exactly look, right. Look, England. A, needs, I'm rooting for England as. An American without a team, thanks USA Soccer, not in the World Cup. I am yeah. absolutely rooting for England. Yeah, no doubt. And I think England has to set up. Which is probably bad for them because the teams I root for never win. Well, it's England. They never win anyway. Uh, but England has to set up in a four-two-three-one or a four-three-three with one clear forward and two and two wings. You're right. So I, I mean, Kane, Vardy, Murray, Rashford, maybe. He, he's versatile. He could play, you know, any of those front three positions. That's got to be your your front, like at least your your forward list. And all those guys can play in that sole striker p- 
position. If Gareth Southgate does anything other than that, the man is a fool. Excellent analysis. This is not a World Cup podcast. All right. Um, West Brom, six, sixth straight loss. Uh, they had seven straight losses. Uh, the last time they had a streak this long, they had a seven seven loss streak in 2003. Guess what happened to them that season? Relegation? That's exactly right, Dave. They were relegated that season. Interesting. Um, they are eight points from safety, I believe. I believe they are that far behind. In my mind, I've just committed them to be, being the first they, team relegated. They cannot possibly do this. Uh, Alan Pardew insists that he cares, despite what fans may say or think. That's impossible. There's no way he actually cares. Uh, we can talk about West Brom in week 31. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about them. Well, look. Why not? They could easily listen, Dave. put up a 2-2 result at Bournemouth. Dave, I just told you, I just told you a little bit ago why it should make you nervous if you don't have one of those guys in week 31. Why would it make I'm you nervous? I'm looking at Hagazi and Craig Dawson in particular and your goal scorer Solomon Rondon in this match. I just told you 25 goals conceded at home, Bournemouth Cherries. You're assuming if you're going to use a, a a free hit. Only then, yes. Right. I'm I might use my free hit to buy Solomon Twenty percent of the of FPL owners still have Hagazi. Craig Dawson, and we said a few weeks ago, is the same price. Is actually is right at the same level as Hagazi, and he scores goals on set pieces just like all the rest of those. guys I was going to say, you're only still even in this match right. for one week. You're only going to buy a defender if you think yes. you're going to head the ball in on a corner. Right. Kick. All of them have the ability to score against Bournemouth's crap defense. All right. Are you ready to tell? Yes. Talking about this free hit nonsense in 31. Nonsense. I am so... Because you've made somehow West Brom relevant to talk about. And for God's (laughs) sakes, that is the biggest bunch of... (laughs) We can possibly talk about today. Now listen. Are you ready for this, Brian? Dave, I'm going to make a case... The only case, uh, it shouldn't even be a case. It's a smart decision. Wait, is that the last match? No. Oh. There's other matches. I just want, I'm just i just getting tired of talking about free hit. We're, we've given free hit 31 too much talk already. <laughs> Impossible. Dave. <laughs> What's your alternative theory? Give us your counter theory. I, until Brian tells me I'm allowed to go because it's going to take up five plus minutes. So anyways, if you you guys want to continue to talk about West Brom, I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. Uh, About Leicester and West Brom, though. Uh, Ben Chilwell with with the... Ben Chilwell with the assist on the, I believe, the Anacho goal. Uh, Ben Chilwell continues to be 4.3. I'm okay with Ben Chilwell. Absolutely. Very useful. First choice for them. Yeah, see, Leicester, let's talk Leicester. In game week 32. In game week 33. Okay. Uh, he will be excellent. There you go, Dave. See, Brian's on board with me. What's next? Everton 2, Brighton nil. Bong and Tosun putting in goals into the Toffees net. Tosun to Bong. Um, hey, Brighton's fifth own goal of the season. Yeah. Two more than anyone else. That'll happen That's whenever. a lot, you, man. It is a lot. Hey, uh, Anthony uh, Knockart did not heed Wesley Hoot's advice from last week. Which he was? did not wait long enough to get revenge. Oh, that's on, true. Uh, I remember who it was. Leighton, Leighton Baines. Baines. Leighton Baines. Yep. And decided just to jump right in on, on Baines' ankles 
and uh, subsequently got a red card that he didn't argue at all. He knew right away. Kind you know, of a stupid move. Rookie. He'll be, he'll be out till he's not the middle rookie. of April. That's a rookie uh, move. Welcome back, Everton's defense from 2016 and Michael Keane. Um, <laughs> Baines, Jagielka, Seamus Coleman in for whatever other guys they were rolling out there. Uh, Kuko, Mason Holgate, John Joe Kenny, Ashley Williams, the suspended Ashley Williams. Um, Holgate did get 12 minutes off the bench. I still say, I, I think we all agree, run as far away from the Everton defense as possible. Yeah. I don't, even this week. And Walcott's hurt too, or, uh, hurt now too, right? Yes. Uh, Gilfie, Which he, he almost no. got that bong own goal, by the way. Yes, I mean, that's true. It was it, He was active doing something. Yeah, Walcott was close the last two weeks to goals. Yep. Big Sam says it was a cramp. So what looked huh. terrible was a calf cramp and also says he should be okay for Stoke. Um, okay. I, I won't, Which no is one will, this coming week. Right. His ownership is it continues to drop. I, f- I feel like the only reason why I've held him this entire time was for this week 31. Really? Um, but well, Why? If you're going to free hit, you just pick him up. Well, we Because he about, might not we, free hit. We can talk about that too. So the other one is Gilfie. Yeah. Uh, who injured his knee? He did finish the. He did finish ninety minutes, but he went to see a knee specialist. It's possible he might miss the rest of the season, depending on the severity of the injury. Uh, no definitive date given yet for his return, but several weeks at least is the expectation. Um, not good for them, but hey, they've managed it without him in other weeks, so yeah. uh, I think they can figure it out. Uh, Umar Nias zero minutes. Hmm. Um, He's getting started. That's because getting that's because Jank, Jank is janking. He's janking him in now. Jank had Brian had your favorite type of goal, slamming off the bottom of the bar. Love into it to the goal. Bam! Right straight up there, and then straight back down that's to the ground. It. Wayne Rooney missed penalty kick. Yeah, Big Sam says Rooney is off penalties. Specific his actual quote. Wow. I didn't know whether Leighton would want it. I know Jank would want it, and I know Gilfie would want it. Any one of the them three who's playing can have the next one. Rooney wow. is off, so big he's Sam the first. Is showing Rooney he's no big big boss in the Everton. Now he was complimentary of Rooney after the match, just not on pens. But said, you know, this is this is Rooney. He's the first player since 2009 season to miss three penalties in a season. Yeah, that's significant. So it's really bad. It's uh, really bad. so. I'm not surprised that he's off, but. Yeah, that's going to muddy the waters. I, f- I feel like you know, that's the thing. Leighton Baines was always taking them before. And so Rooney kind of steps in and misses a whole bunch. You'd think that if Baines is out there, Baines will be the guy taking it. So maybe that's your guy now that Baines is fit again. But I just feel like there's rotation left with these guys. I just don't, I just don't trust it. I, I don't want to start anyone on Everton. But Jank for week 31. I don't know, man. But then I'm not going Stoke defender. Honestly, where yep. is there just something for me to bang my head on? <laughs> well, What's next? Well, before we go to our next match, we need to hear a word from our sponsor. All oh, right. Hi, I'm Shane Duffy. Okay. Brighton defender. <laughs> now, Shane Duffy sounds remarkably similar to Wayne Hennessy. If you missed out on this year's Big Cheese Festival in uh, my current hometown of Brighton, Fear not, it's coming back next year. The event will feature a plethora of the finest international cheesemakers and mongers showcasing their amazing cheeses. Wander your way around our food court and sample a selection of delicacies, all with one thing in common. 
you guessed it cheese i love cheese like i, was, I said I guessing cheese you've just missed out on this year's but don't worry tickets will go on sale soon on the big cheese festival's website for 2019's event you can find it at thebigcheesefestival.co.uk keep an eye out there don't miss out on the 2019 big cheese festival in brighton I'm not missing out on that. I'm glad that you played the medieval flautist music exactly. under that as you were as we were hearing Shane Duffy tell us about the Cheese Festival of Brighton. Yep. Really exciting. Absolutely. Huddersfield nil, Swansea nil. The only highlight in this one was a Jordan IU red card about eleven minutes in. Swansea hold up held up tough though. Clean they sheets did. for both. Three match band for IU. Thanks a lot, man, for making one of the one of the savviest pickups of the year it's turn true. into it's turn true. into mush negative two this week swansea's not appealing it stupid idiot i did think about briefly selling him for steve mounier this week but i thought ah, <laughs> it's you can a, always do what's that. the point why would i do that it's not like he's gonna get a red card and a minus two <laughs> uh no. But also, you can wait to make that move at any time right now. congrats to swansea man for holding back a barrage a barrage. Yeah. Um, what was your stat, Scott? What's the what's the stat on possession there? This is amazing stat. Huddersfield had the second highest amount of possession in a Premier League game ever. It's amazing. Almost eighty one percent. I'm glad they're up there. I'm glad they'll be up that high on the on the all time list whenever what, you see things like that. What's fun is if you if you list the the team the teams who have won the league, period. No one would guess, unless you truly know the league, that Huddersfield has two championships in the Premier League. Technically, before it was the Premier League, right. but it was the first division. But yeah. most people, but that's another crazy stat that Huddersfield well, is now. Up I'm going to balance that stat with another one, which is 16. This could be Scott's stat of the day if you'd like. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it to be that. 16 matches this year where Huddersfield have failed to score. Yeah. The most among all clubs. That stinks. Um, Hatter Jonai. I, I How to saying, say alum. I'm going to say it with a implied exclamation point at the end. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering how he ended up with three bonus points I in was. this match. Sure. He had seven key passes. So that will never hurt you if you're making that many key passes. Florent Hatterjonai had 21 crosses in this match. What? 21. Seven of those deemed accurate crosses. Wow. Busy, busy man. All three bonus points. Um, The Fantasy Premier League is suggesting him as differential this week since he's owned by exactly 0.1% of Fantasy Premier League owners, which as of last night was less than 2,000 people. That only makes sense if you think Huddersfield's going to get a good result against Crystal Palace. That is true. And I don't trust it. I don't think that's... I think 3-3 is more likely than nil-nil. So, uh, Mounier, Steve Mounier and Tom Ince, eight shots each in the match. Tom Ince is not going to score no. in the Premier Mounier League. Mounier had three... <laughs> Mounier had three shots on target. And, and for next week... The thing that makes Mounier intriguing, I mean, I know a lot of people are buying him already just because he's one of the six available, potentially useful guys. It's just what he did to Crystal Palace 
and first match of the season. It was one of his best matches of the season where he scored twice and everyone bought him after week one. So now they that was at Crystal Palace. So now they get him at home where they're slightly better. But the thing that's really annoying is Huddersfield are still tied for the third worst in goals against overall. They're tied with Watford in overall overall goals against. Mm. So they're tied for the for wet with West Ham for eighth worst in home goals allowed. Like yeah. home goals against. They're eighth worst. So they're a little better overall at home than they are total. I mean I'm buying for points in that one. I'm yeah. buying for offensive points in that one. So anyway. None of this matters. Newcastle three, Southampton nil, Kennedy with a brace. Matt Ritchie puts in a consolation, or not a consolation goal, an insurance goal, and uh, Mauricio Pellegrino is sacked today. I was going to say, the kind of drubbing in a key match that gets you sacked. Can I just complain a second about this? Managers obviously are quick to be fired, quicker than ever before. The money is so big, and you know there's so much devastation that occurs within clubs when relegation happens. Managers are the easiest to go. It's easier to sell, not sell, it's easy to sack one manager than it is to sell a squad of players. However, Marisa Pellegrino, after this match, more than any other match, I would say, complained about the heart of his players. Yeah. And when, rightfully, in, when in doubt, blame the players. But rightfully so. Yes, for sure. Rightfully so. We have said in the post-Puel era at Southampton that you know what? Maybe it is the players who are to blame. Pellegrino comes out and he says he, he questions his, he questions the heart of the guys. He says that they gave up, and he's probably and right. He was right. And you know what happens after that? He's sacked. I understand that that had to happen. He they're going for something here, and maybe it's going to work. Swansea has proven that hey, sacking a manager can be the best thing that you can do. They've done it two years in a row now, maybe three. But you know what? I hate the message that that sends to the players because the players are the ones to blame. Every single player should be looking in the mirror right now and saying, I should be the one going. Uh, I believe it was Hoybier. Hoybier. It was Pierre-Emile Hoybier who said said that afterwards. The The effort wasn't there. Yeah. We need, we we like, basically it's not acceptable. We can't, we can't, we can't do that next week. So, I mean, I think the players probably sense that too. Yeah. But they're in desperation. They're they're well, they're really struggling and you know, I don't know what else you're going to do. Newcastle is also like Stoke, one of those places that's tough to go play yeah. at. Well, regardless good, of the hey, shape of the team. Scott, are you are you finally ready to admit that Rafa Benitez is a good manager? I never said he wasn't. <laughs> he has always slammed Benitez, Brian. Oh, I don't know what he has against Rafa Benitez. He is not part of the rafa It's a good thing we record these so that everyone can go back and know that that's not true. Rafa Benitez is the reason why Newcastle Man. will stay up this year. No, listen. He is the reason. They there are... is no other reason. Not even DeAndre Yedlin, Dave. Mm, hey, shame. you know who else contributed to their success? Who? Paul Dummett continues to be four point <laughs> two. I wish I could free hit him this week. Wait, you should. Right, are we done? Oh, are we done? Other than Dummett, that was it. No, I didn't. I don't know what you out. do. Dwight Gale's been involved in four goals in the Who past cares? four but matches. Pass, so pass, I don't want to be. Pass. I don't want to jump on the what have you done for me lately train. But Kennedy, since the transfer window, has started every game, and 
I don't know. Maybe this is showing a little bit of form on the way out. Kennedy, he's four point seven. So Kennedy, what I'm saying is, if you want to have him for a fifth midfielder and you don't like McTominay, you the chance of scoring, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> the, chance, the chance of actually scoring. He said that with a straight <laughs> face. The the chance of actually scoring fantasy points with with Kennedy is better than McTominay. Okay, okay your, good. Thank your you. Comment, your comment actually functioned much like Mucinex for me sure. in that it, it sure. produced a large amount of phlegm. All right, finally. Are we done? Can we finally get to this nonsense hey. so I can make this, this week 31 free Listen, hit? Hey, Brian, you want to your injury roundup? Last stat, Saints have conceded. 12 goals from outside the box, which is the most in the Premier League this season. I feel like that is not a great stat to own whenever you're fighting. No, it's Okay. Not. Doesn't affect it's my not. fantasy. No, it does not. It affects absolutely nothing, yeah. actually. All right. Uh, Brian, let's do the injury roundup, shall well, we? Listen. <laughs> listen. Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> The injury roundup. We've talked about plenty of these guys kind of throughout. Whatever is going to happen with with Aguero is yet to be seen. You know, don't expect to see Gilfie. We talked about Theo Walcott. We know Delhi is one of those guys, but I feel like the big, the only name of real significance was Kane, and so Kane is going to is going to wreck a lot of uh, a lot of seasons uh, for the rest of the season. We gave people enough alternatives. I I know that's true. Look, Dave's point about Aubameyang not being eligible for the Europa League, which I knew but I had forgotten, honestly changed my mind on a lot of things I was thinking. Look, Tom Heaton, I know we've said it enough. Ugh. Lancashire Telegraph is saying after the international break. So this is this is this is now information that is consistent with almost everyone that is covering the Clarets. So whether he does or not, I agree with you. I still have Nick Pope. On you know, I'm. It's not like I've rushed to sell him uh, as fast as I possibly could. So I I agree. It very well could be a one of these days. You know, he's just going to show up in the lineup. But until it happens, obviously you're not you're not doing anything with him this week anyway. Uh, Dave, like we said, you know, I think Scott's right. Arsenal is going to rest any of their guys. Koscielny, his Achilles can flare up anytime. I think as necessary as they need as they need him to rest. Obviously, Aaron Ramsey was one of those guys. Nacho is close, but you know you expect to see probably a lot of these guys that were sitting out. I'm assuming you're going to start seeing them. You'll see yeah. them Thursday. You'll see them. I'll bet week. you'll see them Thursday. Yep. So whether or not they're going to keep rotating in and out depending on their champ or their Europa League success. Again, I think ol- you assume the only that. one who does not have eligibility in Europa. Is a bombing. Right. Uh, and the last one just, I mean, it's not really of any fantasy significance. I just want to add it in here just because I think it's so hilarious. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, his quote, he's back in training now. Uh, I'm happy to get back in the swing of things. My ankle took a little bit of a fracture, and it has taken a while, but thankfully I'm back now. Good to know. Good to know now in week 30 that it was an ankle <laughs> fracture. Thank you that we know what it was when it was heel or foot injury for if, all of those if weeks. If only we had a Phil Jones injury protocol. Well, whatever. Alright, are we finally ready to talk about something relevant? We made the people wait long enough, Dave. Go Look, ahead. we're saving it for the very end for some reason that is right. known to only us, but Dave, you need to tell everyone what your Week 31 strategy is because you are so adamant that Scott is a dumb idiot. Yes. 
Now listen, obviously none of us can predict anything, okay? So I'm going to premise everything that I'm saying going forward from this point, I'm going to base on numbers and averages, okay? Because, Scott, I can't control who's going to start. Every single week it's an educated guess because guess what? No one knew that all of a sudden Cuneguero was not going to be playing this week. If you would have known that, you wouldn't have had him in your lineup. So obviously, going forward, these are things that can all be changed. So, Scott, I'm going to use you for an example. Your, your team, you've had a very good year. You are in a, Thank you. Uh, the top 4% in, in Premier League scoring. You, on average, this year has scored 56 fantasy points per week. Very good. Thanks. You you've smoked me. I'm I am uh, at a a forty nine seven points less than you. Uh, obviously, I had a struggle. Brian referenced this earlier when we were talking about this that Muhammad Salah is probably the main reason. That's true. Why you are that sole, far ahead of me? I think it's the sole reason. Seven points a week doesn't sound like a lot until you realize there's been thirty. Matches. That's exactly right. Okay. So so listen, Scott. I'm going to use your team as the example now. If your team averaged 56 points per week, so we're just going to take an average week. If I were to use my free hit on week 33, when all the teams, uh, there's 12 teams are playing double match weeks in week 33. So if I use my double, my free hit instead of this week when there's only eight teams playing, and honestly, it's a bunch of crap teams playing with the exception of Liverpool. Okay. So I can select my, to use my free hit this week and, and, and or I can use it in match week 33 and or 37 because that's going to be a double match week as well when I can select from a lot better teams that are there. But we're just going to, again, stick with averages. So, you, Scott, your team on average is 56 points per week. It makes sense to think that if I were to use my free hit on a double match week, I could come close to doubling 56, okay? Again, can't nothing's written in stone, Scott, you've referenced before. Even in double match week sometimes – you think a guy is going to play twice, and he doesn't. He only plays once. I mean, this does happen, right? But let's just assume that guys play twice because technically they could if you if you select well, right? Because if you're using a free hit, you can, for the most part, pick out good choices to play in that free hit and to play in both games. So let's say you, you double your points, and that's a 112. Now, I remember there was a time last year Brian played a, um, a his wild card indoor. He had a double match week where he scored like 170 points. I mean, it was insane. It was almost 200. Forgive it was me. The best for thing not, I ever did, man. Forgive me for not going high enough. The only but, thing, the only thing better than I did than that was was having a whole family. We're gonna keep this low again. If I kill you and I put you to sleep with these numbers, forgive me. But I just want to reference the fact that I'm going to make a decision based on numbers on when I'm going to use my free hit, and it's not going to be week 31 when there's <laughs> teams to choose from. It's going to be week 33 when there's kick <laughs> teams to choose from. Okay? okay? Now, so, again, Scott's average week is 56. So you break that down per player. 56 divided by 11 is 5.09. So we're going to round that down That's pretty good. to five That's points per player. That is very good. So this week I'm going to be able to field eight players. Okay? So eight times... Five is 40, okay? Real tough math there. 40 minus 56 is 16 points less than an average week, okay? So let's say Scott plays an average week and uh, or, or someone who uses a free hit this week, they score 56 points, mm -hmm. an average. 
Again, you've been averaging good, okay? So that's kind of sure, sure. keeping that standard kind of high. Yeah. So I'm gonna with that, on that same standard. I play eight players. I have 40. That's 16 points less than what you scored. Okay. And you used a free hit, and I didn't. So you only outscored me by 16 points. Okay. On the double match week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's assume that I'm able to make really good de- choices and decisions, and/or just double, double <laughs> with a 112. Your score. Okay? okay. All right. You, on the other hand, have a have Five players who'd play in the double match week. Okay. Okay? Uh-huh. And and that might be high because usually it's like three or four. Well, let's go five. Okay? okay? All right. Based on your average, I'm going to give you a total that 56 plus those five players mm-hmm. of 81 points. Mm-hmm. So I played – I had 11 players that had the double match week. You only had five. The difference, 112 minus 81 is 31 points. Sure. 31 minus 16, 31 points. I outscored you by you outscored me by sixteen. Mm-hmm. I outscored you net by fifteen points. Yeah. Tell me why in the world I would want to use my free hit on week thirty-one. Because you are assuming that just because a player could play two matches, that he is going to be worth the same in both of those matches, which is also assuming that he's going to play in both of those matches. And if we're talking about these kick teams, as you referred to them, that are playing in these game weeks, it's only getting more and more into the business end of the season. These are same kick clubs that are playing in at least two, if not three competitions, which means that they are not able to play every match over the course of the next three months. So this assumption that the double game week is going to be worth the same average value, I think is overstating the value of a double game week. Not not at all. And this, your point is valid. I'm not going to poo-poo it completely, okay? But the closer you get, you get to that Friday night, you're going to know so much more if, who played midweek in a Champions League match and or Europa League match or whatever. You're going to have more knowledge to make that decision, okay? Or so, FA Cup match. So you can make decisions appropriately. The other thing is this. Andrew the ref, I believe, still has his wild card as well. If you still have your free hit and wild card, you use them before each of the double match double match weeks, week thirty three and week thirty seven, to completely maximize your scores. Yeah, that is I, absolutely. I want, I want to the elim- way to go with this. Sure, point. I want to eliminate Brian's magical finish to last season that we talk <laughs> about every once in a while with Harry Kane and Alexis Sanchez last year that led him to get. 200 points in a week, okay? That happened. I mean, that was one small streak to end the year. That was amazing. You won the title. Kudos to you again, okay? Yeah, thank you. But take that away. Has there been a memorable double match week performance on any of your fantasy teams in the past? Well, I've never used a complete lineup that I could choose. It's almost like a few weeks beforehand, you try to That's start not adding my a few That's players. That's not my question. My question is, has any guy who you have played because he has a double game week yeah. put up a performance that stands out to you as you sit here right now? Not necessarily. I just here's, – here's the trade-off, and I admit to you that it is as – I think you could say it's maybe as big of a gamble, but I don't think so. Is there a chance – you're going to put everything in on the free hit in game week 31 with these eight clubs that are playing, and the guys you pick might not score much 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Chip lost, you know, minimal value for that chip. That's totally a possibility. It's just as likely, I think, if not more so, that the value you're going to go for in using your free hit on a double game week among a, a, a squad of double game week players is going to be is going to miss just as much. Listen. I think that's just as likely because the double game week, in my opinion, it's the one thing that we talk about so much at this point in the year, and it never is as big of a deal as we make it out to be. I get yeah. it. And it didn't work this this year in the double week that already happened. With, exactly. With Spurs. And the FPL has pointed that out. The one thing that makes this the upcoming hit, free hit and wild card and all of this, the strategy interesting is that, as they've noted on their site right now, uh, 44% of the top 1 million managers have already used their free hit. So, wow. 44% of the top million have are, are not do not have it for week 31 or for double match week coming up which is which that's, is significant. That's the top I mean that's the top 20%. That's a lot of people and that's a lot of really I mean that's exactly Nearly where half of the top 20% pretty much, and that's don't almost, have this option available to them. Anymore. Right. And so they said week 22 was the most popular of the of all the weeks and that was the the week that Tottenham and West Ham had a double week and didn't do a whole lot with I it. have to Look, believe that those you did if if that was you and I'm sorry I'm going to insult you right now but that just lacked foresight for the entire season. Yeah, you didn't and, look ahead. And, and there were plenty. This, there this, were plenty of great matchup weeks where it looked like, oh man, City and Liverpool and someone else all have great right? right? I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing: I don't think you. Like, I don't know how you can deny Dave. Like every year, we have an FA Cup quarterfinal weekend. And it's the first weekend where the FA Cup really smacks up against the Premier League, and yep. they go side by side, parallel to each other in the same weekend. And so we always see a heavily reduced Premier League schedule. This was the week that Chip was made for. Scott, what's the best you can do with the eight <laughs> teams that are out there? The seven, the seven <laughs> teams. The best you can do would be your average score, pretty much, with normal players. I disagree. Of 56. Totally disagree. I think if you think what's Bournemouth, the best you can do, Bournemouth, West Brom will be two two. I think goals will score in a. And you don't know where they're coming from. I mean, I'm going to play the odds. Listen, the you're best gonna, I'm going to play do. the same odds you're going to play. On. I know the guys from these <laughs> clubs. The best I pay you attention, can... just <laughs> like you know the guys from these top clubs. I've got just as good a shot, if not better, to predict what's going to happen in these four matches than I'm going to have when I have to predict what's going to happen in 16 matches. But which week has a higher ceiling? It's the it's week 33, and it's not even close. There's one thing that I haven't told you that affects my ability to do what you're saying. All right, fair enough. You've already played your free hit. No. Only five of my 15 guys are playing in the upcoming game. Right. Week. And so, and uh, I have no choice. Well, but so to what play I was going to say, so FPL acknowledges this as well. So if you, so they say it exactly like that. If you have a handful of guys that are going to play, that to is it. what the free hit is for. They said even this past Sunday, seven or eight is the sweet spot, right? So called yeah. sweet spot. I'm going to have nine. 
of my eleven. So there's no way you're using it. I'm. There is no way I'm using my free yeah, sure. hit this week because I don't. But, but I don't Why need you, to exactly. But I. You, but I, you don't I, have five players going. What's hard is it's Scott's right. I mean, I think this is exactly the week that they had in mind when they changed what was all out attack last year into this free hit, which now allows you to make one a one week full scale change. Which is way better than we've said that all along. It's way better than being able to play right two and all defenders. Out. You know, I that's agreed. it. For me, it was how can I find what look like the most useful people over the course of the last like six weeks, basically. So everyone now that doesn't have Shakiri is going to be all about Shakiri. Shakiri is about to skyrocket. The same way Firmino is about for to skyrocket. Right for so. Shakiri has use beyond this, though. And I think everyone in Liverpool has use beyond this. So those guys are easy. It was the tough call is the guys, it, it is the guys like, um, I, I made a really long list of guys that are going to make me absolutely nervous that I don't have them. And it's going to be the Alex Pritchards from Huddersfield who have been really good, who are, who are in good form. Who, who I actually own. <laughs> right. So Alex Pritchard is one of those guys. I think uh, we said Mounier. I think all three of the main attacking guys for Crystal Palace are going to drive you bonkers if you don't have Townsend, Zaha, Benteke. I mean, I, I know Benteke is not going to score a million goals, he's challenging but he's him. the assist king. <laughs> he is. He's the assist king now. Uh I said all of the midfielders and any of the attacking guys for, for Bournemouth are going to do it. I think I think Solomon Rondon, how many people are going to make Solomon Rondon one of their three strikers in week 31? See, that's the thing, Probably Brian. not many. I have been focusing week by week on making my squad work for each game week that's right in front of me. I have not been preparing for game week 31. Right. Because preparing for game week 31 means buying from what Dave has referred to as these shit right. clubs. Right. So it makes I'm not doing that. But what I'm saying is guys like Shakiri who had good form yeah, yeah, yeah. leading that's up right. to it. Sure. Everyone was all about Theo Walcott when he scored the first week that he was with Everton. So looking ahead, you say like, okay, the schedule's good. The he he fits this criteria and there's some form behind this. The same with Luka Milivojevic. The reason why you buy Milivojevic isn't so that you can have him for week 31. You buy him because he's their penalty taker that's, and he's 4.7. Yes, that's exactly right. Some of the five right. guys that I have, I don't want them either, even though they're it's, eligible. It's to the play. reason why, even though Liverpool's defense a while ago wasn't great, where you say, all right, well now, not only are they coming into form, but they also, I also get to play them in week thirty-one. I don't, I don't want to keep Virgil with my free hit in game week. I don't think Liverpool. Really? Gonna get a clean, I don't surprising. think they're going to get a clean sheet against Watford. I think they'll win three-one. I would think they would get a free three-one, four-one. I think they'll get a clean sheet. No, they'll, they'll, they'll be. They'll, Watford's quick. I mean, they'll, they'll counter once and get a goal. It's going to happen. It's Liverpool. Arsenal kept him from scoring. I feel like Liverpool's defense has been better than Arsenal's, well, especially at the, only because Troy Deeney yeah. couldn't hit a corner with his penalty kick. Here's here's something else. I like my team, and I've liked it week by week for the most part. I've got gaps. I've got deficiencies, but I like my team. I have not done anything to get ready for this game week, planning to play my free hit. And that's the funny thing about talking about this now, too, is most of you probably know already what you're going to do because that's just what you've been working toward for the last month. Like you were saying, like yeah. I'm saying. I'm stuck at this point. I've got to do my free hit. I would much rather, Dave, just buy from the <laughs> clubs with my free hit for game week 31 <laughs> yeah. and 
one by one free transfer my way into as much double game week benefit as I can with top club guys that I actually want to keep than I am the other way around. That's fair. Good argument. Good good com- good conversation. Yeah, good no, I, I would do the complete opposite. We're going to see what happens. Can I just uh, end with uh, the the <laughs> thing I've said in a long time? Nice. Do I have to bleep that? Yes. Okay. I'm in second place. <laughs> He's right. You're in eighth place. <laughs> the end. Oh, Muhammad Salah, my... my <laughs> He, he's the reason why I probably am currently in eighth place is my refusal to add him earlier. In you the had season. principles. You know what? Kudos to you for that. Listen, if there's a, one thing that I that I am right about on this podcast is if you want to be successful in in, uh, in fantasy f- soccer slash football, do not have principles. Do not stand it's on It's called your the Diego Costa rule. Do not have principles. Yeah, that's very true. The because Diego they Costa. will only hold you back. All right, listen, we, we finally got to the end of this. Find us at all the Fantasy Soccer FC uh, outlets, social media everywhere. Uh, find us on our website, FantasySoccerFC.com. And uh, listen for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>